Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one amazing page of Talmud every day. And today, Nazir 58 closes with a bang because it makes an unbelievable assertion that I want to share with you right now. Listen to this. Rav said, A person who is not a Nazarite may lighten his burden by removing all the hair on his body with a razor. One who feels he has too much hair may shave all of it off with a razor apart from his beard and the corners of his head. Those are, of course, prohibited by Torah. The Gemara raises an objection against this from a Baraita. A man who removes the hair of the armpit or the pubic hair is flogged for transgressing the prohibition. A man shall not put on a woman's garment as this behavior Shaving your armpits and your pubic hair is behavior in the manner of women. Oh my. I have to be honest, this is a little bit overwhelming to me. And so today, I would like to welcome not one, not two, but three distinguished guests, men and women, which I will now introduce. Stephanie Butnick, hello to you. Hello. My co-host on the Unorthodox Podcast, and hello to you also, my other co-host on the Unorthodox Podcast, the corduroy Rob himself, Mark Oppenheimer. Uh, lacking all corduroy garb today, I, naked, having shed, being so shorn today, glad to be here. And as a special treat, we have another Mark Oppenheimer, South African writer, philosopher, podcaster, professor, Mark Oppenheimer the second. Hello to you too. Absolute pleasure to be here. Uh, okay, so I am so privileged as the host of this podcast to not have to express any opinion on what Rob said and what the Gemara replied. Uh, what, what do you okay. think? Okay, okay. Does this mean that women were getting like bikini waxes back in like Talmud days? That is precisely what, what, is what that means. Insane. Right? And how were they doing it? There must be a dissertation on this. I mean, my first thought is, who's the scholar who has figured out, because did they have hot wax technology? Did they have the epilady? Do they have they depilatory? Have yeah, they have threading. Like, <laughs> it was just called the Babylonian. You're going in for the full Babylonian? The full Babylonian. Nah, just a semi-Persian. I'm just going for the semi-Persian. Oh, this is so disturbing. I think that this is very troubling. This means that for bajillions of years, women have been forced to, like, depilate, whatever, however you say that word, to, like, to pluck and tweeze and thread and and just to to make themselves different. And to, and it separates them from men. I mean, I, this is... It's, believe me, I could go down the very, like, raunchy, down and dirty route on this, but I'm going to try to elevate for a moment, if I may. What's interesting here is that it raises the question of whether these gender preferences or, or sort of gendered ideas of beauty are essential. Like, were they always... This argues for the idea that women were always supposed to be smooth. And what's interesting is, if you'd asked me, with lacking this bit of evidence and lacking any historical knowledge of this particular topic, just you know, purely going on Kishka's and recent anecdata, I would have said what's so interesting is how many of my male friends are epilating and depilitating and what, I mean, I was once in a conversation with two of my, shall I say, butcher, more manly, like the kind of manly man friends who demean me for being my sort of bookish, nebbishy self. And they were talking- <laughs> Thank you. That was the word. I, I was grasping for that word. And you just came out and said it. And they were talking about their manscaping routines and programs. I will just say that I was shocked at the level of care, 
precision and also um, avidity, let's say, the, the sort of the, the arduous, avid completeness that they brought to the task. And I was thinking, what is going on in the world when these guys who are so interested in kind of totally superficial signifiers of masculinity are into, uh, you know, Talmudic levels of uh, female hair care. <laughs> I am looking at the other Mark Oppenheimer, who has beautiful long hair and a very lovely beard. Uh, sir, as the most hirsute other than me in this room, how does this paragraph make you feel? It hits me right in the gut. Like someone who looks like I've taken a Nazarite vow, right? I mean, people mistake me for Jesus all the time. And on the personal grooming front, I'm glad to know that there's not a prohibition on having your back shaved because, you know, as a Jewish nation, we wanted these people who are cursed with a hairy back. My good Goyesha friend, every so often... Shave your back? Shaves my back. That's that's true friendship. That is wow. love. When he's like... He's your shaving going? That is amazing. You're coming out on our podcast as somebody who has... A Gentile servant who shaves your back. This is right straight out of Babylonia. What do you do for him? It's a kind of, I shave your back, you shave. <laughs> we, were, we were laughing about it just before I flew out to the States because he's the CEO of one of the most famous think tanks uh, in South Africa. And you know, just before I left, I said, David, will you shave my back? And he said, of course, man, I love you. And we just thought this whole thing was a kind of hilarious use of our time. Because who else are you going to get to shave your back besides the Goetia slave who lives beneath you? Your hair care, like your hair is longer than mine. You got a beard. Like how, what, how much maintenance goes into this incredible look? And can I just say you are a barrister? Or solicitor. By the way, those of us outside the Commonwealth, we understand there's no difference. You're just pranking us the whole time. It's just lawyer, right? You can't. There's no actual difference. Yeah. You know what? Don't answer that. I'm just going to say there's no difference. But you're one of the two, and I think there have been tweets that have said you have the longest hair in the South African bar. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Certainly of men, anyway, but probably of men or women. I mean, you have super long hair. It's probably a close call. Maybe yeah. there's a couple of women who get close, but uh, I'm going to claim the crown of having yeah. the longest yeah. hair as, uh, as the barrister. Yeah. So there is a secret ingredient that I use that you can only really get in the deepest, darkest parts of Africa, which is uh, unicorn semen. <laughs> <laughs> do you wash every day? Do you condition? Do you? Yeah, no, this is conditioner. There's treatments. There's uh, a bunch of guys who massage my head. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of goya massage. Little tiny little, little tiny gets little, little tiny goyam trolls that yeah, come in yeah, and massage exactly. us. <laughs> I love this. I think, I think the rabbis would have been very thrilled. So in conclusion to this world-renowned uh, panel okay. of hair experts. No need to shave your underarms, guys. You're good. No need to shave. Can I say something seriously? I, I really do long for a day when we all like get over the shaving stuff, men and women alike. The backs... The nether regions. The I, I'm just going to say it strikes me as one of the more oppressive things, and it it feels like one of the ways in which you grow up. Like I hope that the 48 year old version of all of us, male and female, has looks at the ways that society was bullying the 22 and 32 year old versions. And I, I don't know. Obviously, we never escape these societal judgments and these senses of what's beautiful and what's not. But it it really strikes me as like taking razors to our bodies. I don't know. Stephanie Butnick, Mark Oppenheimer, Mark Oppenheimer. Thank you so much for being our guest. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. 
Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Liebowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmuccia, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.